The Lord be with you. And with your A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus proposed another parable to the crowds, saying, The kingdom of heaven may be likened to a man who sowed good seed in his field. While everyone was asleep, his enemy came and sowed weeds all through the wheat, and then went off. When the crop grew and bore fruit, the weeds appeared as well. The slaves of the householder came to him and said, Master, did you not sow good seed in your field? Where have the weeds come from? He answered, An enemy has done this. His slaves said to him, Do you want us to go and pull them up? He replied, No. If you pull up the weeds, you might uproot the wheat along with them. Let them grow together until harvest. Then at harvest time, I will say to the harvesters, First, collect the weeds and tie them in bundles for burning, but gather the wheat into my barn. He proposed another parable to them. The kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed that a person took and sowed in a field. It is the smallest of all the seeds, yet when fully grown, it is the largest of plants. It becomes a large bush, and the birds of the sky come and dwell in its branches. He spoke to them another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like yeast, that a woman took and mixed with three measures of wheat flour until the whole batch was leavened. All these things Jesus spoke to the crowds in parables. He spoke to them only in parables, to fulfill what had been said through the prophet. I will open my mouth in parables. I will announce what has lain hidden from the foundation of the world. Then dismissing the crowds, he went into the house. His disciples approached him and said, Explain to us the parable of the weeds in the field. He said in reply, He who sows good seed is the son of man. The field is the world, the good seed the children of the kingdom. The weeds are the children of the evil one, and the enemy who sows them is the devil. The harvest is the end of the age, and the harvesters are angels. Just as weeds are collected and burned up with fire, so will it be at the end of the age. The Son of Man will send his angels, and they will collect out of his kingdom all who cause others to sin and all evildoers. They will throw them into the fiery furnace, where there will be wailing and grinding of teeth. Then the righteous will shine like the sun in the kingdom of their father. Whoever has ears ought to hear. The Gospel of the Lord. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. This phrase has been taken from the famous opening paragraph of Charles Dickens' novel, A Tale of Two Cities. The novel opens with, it was the best of times, it was the worst of times, it was the age of wisdom, it was the age of foolishness, it was the epic of belief, it was the epic of incredulity. 
This passage suggests an age of radical opposites taking place across the English Channel in France and the United Kingdom, respectively. It tells a story of contrasts and comparisons between London and Paris during the French Revolution. Today, Jesus is reminding us of the importance of eternal truths that never change, despite the whirlwind around us. Our readings today are the blueprint for us to navigate these times. With them, we are not afraid. We are ready. Our soul, our soil, has been prepared for precisely these times. Because we are Christians who hold inside our chests the fullness of Christianity. As Catholics, we are not better, but rather it is us who are called to be the God that what the gospel describes as the leaven of society. A voice, a flag, a map, a burning flame. So there are many themes running through the readings today. And our hope is that what the Holy Spirit begins today, you and he will continue for the rest of the week. The importance of prayer and the Holy Spirit inside our prayer. He is the Spirit of Jesus and when we call on the name of Jesus, it is through the power of the Holy Spirit. How often this last week did I invoke the name of Jesus? That heaven is experienced now. God has deemed it fit to create us in his image and likeness. Therefore, inside of us is a tiny particle of eternity, which is the beginning of heaven. If only our world would understand this. Forgiveness is a vital uh, aspect of our spiritual journey. To be freed of attachments is of fundamental importance. Surprisingly, many of us hold on to unforgiven events in our life, many times associated with people, and sometimes many times people close to us, and they linger unforgiven walking through our soul. So let us choose the theme. Our destination is heaven. Our destination is heaven. That's our theme today. St. Paul will often come to the rescue. For we do not know how to pray as we ought, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us with inexpressible groanings. 
The Catechism states, quoting St. John Damascus, that prayer is defined as the raising of one's mind and heart to God or the requesting of good things. Am I giving God the first fruits of my day? Am I giving God the first fruits of my day? The gift of time and eternity is found in prayer. The kingdom of Christ, the kingdom of God is found, discovered in prayer. Could I increase or better improve these times of prayer? Sunday is a beautiful day to walk with the Lord examining our conscience. We can all pray better. But sometimes it's simply a question of spending more time, not less, with him. And he, the Spirit, will pray in us. Living in the present moment is a challenge for all of us, priests included, maybe even more so because we can be bounced around with so many things coming at us. But then those words of St. Paul, I can do all things in him who strengthens me. But living in the present moment with those words and so many from Scripture. A helpful motivation for this is, what will I get if I do it? One word. And we, and we repeat this word many times After the Our Father, in every single Mass. What is that word? Peace. You'll recognize that word now as we enter into the Eucharistic celebration. The parables. The parable of the mustard seed tells us that this tiny seed, with its tiny little beginnings, will bloom into extraordinarily large results. Notice that there is no attempt to explain how this happens. The growth is miraculous and mysterious and is rooted in the earth. Such is the kingdom of heaven. While we remain rooted in the things of our daily experiences, the mystery and miracle of God's will is what produces the results, not us or our abilities. The challenge for us is to always see the extraordinary in the ordinary. May We may plant the seeds, but only God can make them grow. Simply put, we are to live our lives where we are planted, doing our best to fulfill the will of our Heavenly Father, trusting in the fact that he will do the rest. The parable of the yeast experience illustrates a similar aspect of the kingdom of heaven. It's a mystery. The chemical properties that make yeast such a powerful agent remains a mystery even to this day. Modern science may be able to explain the process, but they cannot answer the question of why it works the way it does. Modern science may come to an understanding of the laws of physics, but only God can write the laws. Back to us. Where do we fit inside the kingdom of heaven? The other day I went for a walk 
and I stumbled across the Baptist cemetery and I read this on one of the tombstones. I am not what I ought to be. I am not what I wish to be. I am not even what I hope to be. But by God's grace and Christ's love, I am not what I was. I am not what I was. The journey. So, takeaways. The kingdom of heaven is living inside of me. And it is the blessed trinity. So take good care of your souls this week. The kingdom of heaven is inside our home. So take care of everybody inside your four walls. The kingdom of heaven is inside our parish. And it is the blessed trinity. So let us always be open to those around us in this sacred space. Heavenly Silent Father, we now present our petitions. In a particular way, we pray for Pope Francis, for all of those who work closely with him in Rome, that their decisions, their deliberations, their writings will lead us closer to Christ. We pray to the Lord. For Bishop Luis Raphael, for the priests who work closely with him, the lay people, and the chancery, that they too, during this difficult time, will be guided by the Holy Spirit, we pray to the Lord. Lord For us, for our families, for those family members who are far from God, that they will receive this day a light from heaven, we pray to the Lord. For the souls in purgatory, eternal rest grant unto them, O Lord. May their souls and the souls of all the faithful departed. Let us now join our prayers to those of the Blessed Mother as we sing. <laughs> 